If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. Two questions. Number one, you uh, only get one. how bad did you guys miss uh, each other and me? Because uh, I... I will never do this again. It's like not having a menage a trois. I'm never not going to. You know what I mean? It's, it's the opposite. Yeah, it's the opposite It's of as difficult as refraining from jerking off for a week. That's how hard it is being away from you guys <laughs> for that long. Very uh, difficult, and it was boring, yeah. and uh, I got depressed. Does and that mean this episode's going to be short? Now I'm happy. What people don't know. <laughs> what, <laughs> um, and, you know, listen, I know you guys got weirded out when I made out with you guys, but uh, it's how I say hi when we, I miss people. We, so. Well, I definitely who, who was weird. I definitely would have never agreed to it had I put it together that we kind of ran them all back to back. I kind of knew we were overlapping and and stuff, but yeah. I didn't realize it was going to stretch it out yeah. for that. It was like ten days, right? It was too. It was ten days too long. It was. It was. Yeah. Well, so, I, next. so I think we should all live together now. So I was basically Go coming up to. Yeah, house. <laughs> Let's do it. No, here's the other question. What do you guys think about beard? Kegger. Look how long my beard it's is. It's getting scraggly now. It's long. Yeah. Scraggly. What do you, you don't like it? No, but I'm almost on the no fly list. This is what I can I can I can I <laughs> no no I have I have a tip and I really want you to try it. Oh. Are you want I, me to try your tip? No. <laughs> I, I don't like where this is going. Oh my God. Remember what happened last time, Justin? He always tries that one on me. <laughs> I want to see you it growing be out because I think I, you have the look to really make this cool, but let's dye the just the beard. No. What? Yes. No. I was just complimenting him on his frostiness. Uh-huh. Oh, no. What? It looks spectacular. It's a little frosty on no, the no, sides. No, no, no. It looks excellent in your head, but then if it came down to this dark, head. this dark, dark beard. Oh, yeah. Bro, you, like would, Goldberg? Look, you would look handsome as fuck. Yeah. No, I like don't know. Just wrestler. please. But is there, but let me ask you this. Is there a line where you become too handsome? You know what I mean? Where, you know what I'm saying? Where it's like. Well, yeah. why don't you flirt with it a like, little bit? I don't yeah. know, man. I flirt with that line all the time. Yeah. <laughs> all the time. Adam's man. like, I'm yeah. an expert on that. I've been too handsome for a long yeah. time. Yeah, and really all that happens, they call you gay. That happens. Really? If you, yeah, if you get too handsome, normally they then think you're, you're gay. Then you're like, thanks. Yeah. I, I've reached it. Yeah, it's what, it somebody, happens anywhere. Yeah, yeah, somebody tried, I got to that point. Somebody called me a homo the other day. I'm like, is that supposed to be an insult? Like, I never understood that. You know that When was the last time you saw an ugly homo? Most gay guys I know are fucking good looking. I'm pretty sure homo is not a good thing. Probably not a Good, repeated. Yeah, I, I, it, yeah, it makes me. So, uh, what'd you guys do on your on your little vacays? Where'd you guys go? Mm. I think we should tell the audience uh, what oh, we should tell them, like what we really did. Yeah. I went on a bachelor party. You went on a bachelor party? That's what was going on. Hold on a second. I didn't know this. I was yeah. on a bachelor party That's... in San Diego in the gas lamp and PB. Asked me what we were doing within the first four hours we were there. Cocaine. Whoa. <laughs> no, no, just kidding. <laughs> Wrong. Oh, guess again. Whoa, it's worse. No. What'd you do? Wait. We were in a museum. Get what the hell out of and here? And then we were in bed by ten, so we could get up at five the next morning to go fishing. Stop it! This doesn't sound like a. This sounds horrible. Yeah, <laughs> a museum? The bachelor party is supposed to be your last fun day before you get married. And instead, here, instead they started the marriage the early. Like I'm just gonna do some boring yeah. shit because I'm yeah. getting married. Yeah. And this is the three-toed beaver. We took. <laughs> We would have golfed if it was up to everybody else. That's not the kind of beaver you. I really see. fought on that no. one. What museum? What would you see? We went. We were on the midway on a, on an aircraft we carrier. Sloth. It was an aircraft carrier. Oh, well, I, no disrespect. That's cool. It is cool. Were there strippers on the? the no, air? they no, don't have strippers no, no on the. Not a single stripper. Not a single. Mm. We didn't see a single stripper. No birthday cakes where that one chick comes out. Like, no yeah. birthday cakes with a naked chick. Oh. No, no nights past midnight. No belligerent drunk throwing up. What? No oh. drugs, no cocaine, nothing, <laughs> nothing illegal. Well, that's why you, you didn't just stop joking us. about that. People yeah. start yeah. keep thinking. We went. We did go to. We went to Petco. We saw a ball game. Funny too. That that was probably uh, we we drank before we went there. So we. Oh, we I thought you went and got like a kitty or something. No. Oh, no. Petco. Oh, that's yeah. a stadium. Yeah. I don't know. That's yeah. a Clarify. stadium where they play sports. <laughs> the, bachelor, the bachelor party got crazy. We, went, yeah. got, we got a couple cats. We got some turtles. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking happening. No, we went to. <laughs> we went to. And you know what else we did? We they went, stretch. We were. Yeah. We went to the barbecue place. Okay. That was. Wait, uh, wait, wait. They got it. Was well, gerbils. <laughs> what's, what's the barbecue place? Let's, uh, let me finish my sinju talk. <laughs> I was start. I was finished. I was talking. You interrupted this. <laughs> The barbecue place. The barbecue place that is in Top Gun, the movie. What the? Fuck? Where, where they are we? play the piano and the, the famous, the famous scene where oh Tom, a restaurant. 
Yeah, the barbecue place. Oh, okay. The barbecue place that's in the movie of Top Gun. That uh-huh. barbecue. Can you think of any other barbecue places mm. in that movie? I thought it was like it's a, not the one. Where, I thought it was like a, a hub. Of guys. course, you thought that because you fucking interrupted me before sorry, I finished. Sorry. I finished so you guys one. went there. Was it good? It was horrible. The barbecue was. Yes. The barbecue was horrible. Horrible. It was what? two stars on Yelp. How can you do that? It was on the way walking to was the it midway. Like rat meat. Well, well, here's the other thing too. This was the best. This was the kicker. So it was already bad food, right? We're we're joking that we we came here. We we're like, oh, it's all right. It's <laughs> you know, it's nostalgic. It's the whole uh, Tom Cruise and the you it's know the Top Gun thing. Take my breath away. Then I found out that like Burn five years here. ago, the real one burnt down, and they just they built this one as the replica. Uh, so it's a complete waste of time. <laughs> wow, <laughs> Justin, Justin, what did you Stupid. do? Cheer me up. Oh my Adam's God. trip sucked. <laughs> <laughs> And I was on the bachelor party. You guys had kids. What the fuck? I didn't even have a TV, dude. So I, I don't have a whole lot of like lifting up. Does that mean this, you? But... Does that mean you didn't finish Game of Thrones? No, I mean I did when I. Oh, okay, yeah, I did. Okay. I'm good. I'm caught up. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Khaleesi all day. So you went. <laughs> um, you guys went camping. Yeah. Well, no, it was at a cabin. So it was like mm. this cabin that was like. I almost would have rather camped because the the problem was that like where we were wasn't on the lake. I had this like misconception, and my wife did too, that we were going to be like right on the lake. And we were like way back, you know, like, mm. like inland. And uh, so you had to like drive, like it was really hard to get to the lake and it was frustrating, but we had a good time though. It was, I mean, I, I got on and, and wakeboarded and stuff and oh shit, tried some excellent, some fucking moves and was too much of a pussy to do anything. Do you have to get a, do you have to get a, to be able to do, do you have to get a special reinforced board for your do you know powerful what? liftoff? Yeah. With your, with your My glutes. breaks of, a lot of those. <laughs> have you ever wakeboarded before? Wakeboarded? Yes. No. That, no. No. Have you seen one before? Yeah, I know what that is. Okay, okay. <laughs> but no. I, 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 do you know? <laughs> no. Um, they have them. I was, awesome. in, I was in Disneyland, but I should preface this before I, I continue because um, a lot of people don't know. Actually, our audience doesn't know. Uh, you, you know, I've, I've alluded to the fact that I've been going through some stuff. Holy yeah. shit. Are you going to put this on the air right why now? Why not? Are you serious? Yeah, why not? Are you going to tell the world? That's not a big... I mean, look, it's, it's, it is what it is, right? Okay. So for, the, for a while now, I've been going through a divorce. Um, and oh, I thought you were going to tell me your sex changed. No, 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 no. That's, that's, that's the reason that why. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I now have both a penis and a vagina. I'm my Ooh. own best friend. Um, no, we, um, I'm going through that. Um, but, and it's been going on for a while now. It's been, it's been going on for about six months. Uh, wait, wait, hold on. What month is it? Ah, A little longer than that. About seven months. Um, and, uh, but we were still very dedicated to our kids. So we took the kids to Disneyland. So I went on a vacation with my ex wife and my children. And, uh, as scary as I thought it would be, it was actually okay. It was cool. Okay, so now that I thought I was like for sure. I'm like we're gonna kill each other, dude. Like, I give okay. you props for that. That's crazy. Yeah. No, I mean we're cool. I mean, you know what it is? It's big of you. You know what it is? And her. We're, we're both very, very. First of all, we're cool. Nothing horrible happens. I know I'm joking, but it's not like we hate each other or anything. But uh, we're both very, very dedicated to our children, and so that yeah. that trumps everything. So we were able to go on this trip and enjoy our children and do it for the kids and. Um, and so it was cool. I'm glad we were able to do it. So that. I was totally not ready for you to yeah. announce this on the radio. So, but since you, well, did, I don't want to do a whole show on it. Well, no, but I, I feel I have to ask this now. So, uh, uh, does this mean that like the ex-wife jokes we can do shit like that yet? Or huh? How long do we have Ooh, to wait till? No, no. no, I'll tell you, <laughs> it's all timing. I will. I'm gonna how, say this right how now. How long's the how long's the sensitive the no, buffer? How long no. until you I can, can, can I throw you can jabs? make fun of me all day long. But uh, she's always going to be the mother of my children, so there's no joking. Uh, I would, uh, yeah, no joking about her <laughs> okay. whatsoever. Okay. I, I appreciate re- much, re- you know, just respect. Okay, please. but me, you know, you could tell me all day long what, what kind of, you know, how big of an asshole I am. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. I, that's the type. I wasn't really meaning like her. I was thinking more like, you know, how does it feel like to get kicked out of the house or you know, say oh she, that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we, it would be totally making fun of you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, we leave her time. out of it. We good, like... good times. <laughs> so yeah, that's pretty. That's that's pretty much it. But uh, it it sucked not being around you guys for that long. I mean, all, all joking aside, I uh, missed getting on the mics. Yeah, son of a bitch. Yeah. Well, you know, it's that therapeutic side that you definitely have said more than once. It's about. erotic. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, Whoa. it's more therapeutic. I meant therapeutic. Yeah, therapeutic. <laughs> therape- therapeutic is the word mm, for sure. I'm off the chain. It can today. work. <gasps> Shh. <gasps> is just yeah. <laughs> Is here. No, 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 Tuck got confused. Tuck's like, no. Tuck got confused. That's the, that's the wrong. We forgot to put the cues 
<laughs> okay, they're going to start Qua. Hey, you no, are off the hey, chain. We're not starting Qua. No, not the Qua. You know, you, let's so do a Qua now. Dude, like we this. can't. We don't have anything. Why don't we do it? We, we did oh not my God. pull up your thing. Okay, we, we talked to our... <laughs> <laughs> we talked to our <laughs> the best part was nobody fucking even knew, knew that. Whoa. You know, we started the episode and we nobody... We didn't even know where we're going. Nobody even that. paid attention that we... We're even, so excited to see each other. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't, we didn't plan at all. Like, Pull it up, Sal. Just pull up some q and I'll pull up some q and It's been so long since we talked. We can just pick Oh, Doug, Doug, why don't you pull them up like you normally do and just and, read them to and us and just start reading them yeah to us. fuck them if and we want it. so here's normally what we do doug will pick a few questions put them up on the board wow. um and then he'll read them off to us and we answer them this is um, dangerous we uh forgot to do that <laughs> so doug is now going to pick random questions i will do that and i also wanted to mention that our episode is sponsored by chimera coffee oh, the oh fr- yes the that's first right yeah. the first one this is our first uh, uh episode or from now you know from now until the foreseeable future our q a's will be sponsored by chimera coffee that's the uh only coffee i know of that is infused with nootropics you go to chimeracoffee.com uh, and enter mind pump the promo code mind pump for 10%. Chi- chimera coffee is spelled with two k's with okay, chimera Let's just and say coffee. this is the chimera qua yeah chimera qua this is the chimera qua ah! the official one you and forgot I, to say your thing it's yeah the, it's, it's the motherfucking qua and i bet chimera is really excited that their first sponsorship is going to be one of us being totally yeah. disorganized <laughs> yeah we, and by the way like how we roll by the way, you go to ChimeraCoffee.com and you get 10% off if you put Mind Pump in as a promo code. That's right. I said that. Oh, you already did. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what? You see, you threw he me off so much right here. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to go through these questions here. I love how disorganized we are right now that we were so excited to get together. That we did we started an episode that was our Q and A with no questions. The best part was when I cued the fucking bird to come and I looked up at the board. and there's nothing. <laughs> there was that was nothing. on your body language right there, huh? Yeah. You just stopped and you get the Oh, I totally did because I was like, "Oh shit!" I just summoned the bird, and I'm looking over on a whiteboard <laughs> with no fucking questions uh, to get to answer. <laughs> we're crazy. So, Doug, what about the uh, third the third question down? How's that one sound? Just do it. Yeah, go for let's it. Let's just do it. When do we ever just even if it's bad? Let's just answer them. All right, let's go. <laughs> let's just answer them until we're <laughs> yeah. tired of answering them. All right. And you know what? If we don't like it, we'll say pass. All right. Oh, okay. Perfect. Perfect answer. Yeah. Here we go. Is this Cure C? Is this the one you're talking about? Yeah. Pass. Yeah. I don't even like that one. No. 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 We're, <laughs> hey, we're Take what we can I'm get just here. Kidding. Okay. Just kidding, what does it mean when someone is holding on to too much fat in certain stubborn areas, but losing evenly everywhere else? Oh, okay. I.e., love handles. So this is a great oh. question. Uh, and by the way, spot I, I literally just saw this question, but I, I like this question because it's common. There's a lot. I, I can't tell you how many times I'll train a client. And they'll ask me um, how they can burn body fat from a particular area or they have a trouble area and how do I get leaner in that area. Um, The science, the consensus of the science uh, behind spot reduction um, is pretty solid that uh, your body burns body fat um, in a pattern that you're genetically predisposed to burn it from. In other words, it's up to your genes where you lose body fat from first and where you lose body fat from last. But it's a good rule of thumb to understand that the 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 first place you put it on so when you gain body fat the very first place it goes is usually the last place it goes it yeah. so if you're if you're prone to storing body fat on your midsection um, and that's the first place you get it that's probably the last place that's going to get ripped yeah. as you get lean um, you know what's what, your thoughts on too my issue what's your thoughts on <laughs> too every time that you uh, regain the body fat back on this, the fat cells actually growing and it becoming harder for you to to lose the next time. So I so I so there's the science behind that says that uh, there may be some metabolic damage that may happen, but it really doesn't happen unless you lose a lot, gain a lot, lose a lot, gain a lot. Like if right. you lose 10, 15, 10, 15. Which why I wanted to address that because I think that's actually really common. I mm-hmm. think a lot of people yo-yo diet and don't realize that every time they do that, they don't understand. It's compounding. Yes, it's compounding and it's making it more and more challenging to get those stubborn areas. It's tough to say because A, you could cause metabolic damage, right? Because the body adapts uh, its metabolism downward um, if you lose weight improperly. In other words, if you're exercising a shit ton, just trying to burn a shit ton of calories, and you're consuming almost no calories or too right. low a calories. You're just starving everything. Yeah, your your metabolism will slow down um, to to compensate. And then when you gain the weight back, 
now you're at the weight you were before, except you have a slower metabolism now. And so now it's going to be more difficult to lose that weight. So I think it's metabolic damage. There's probably a psychological component too. I mean, imagine losing 30 pounds and gaining it back and losing it and gaining it back. By the third time, you may be, you know, kind of done losing, uh, you know, trying to lose that weight again. You know what I mean? There's that psychological component as well. But I do want to add this too, which is interesting. Have you guys ever had clients who've had um, liposuction? Yeah. You ever mm-hmm. notice what happens when they gain weight? Oh, it looks awful. Yeah, it's a little patchy. It look, it's weird, right? Yeah. It's just like the, the same thing goes for people that have the, the tummy tucks. Like well, your body was, it was, it, it just like Sal said, it genetically, it loses weight the way it was it intended to, right? So it's going to come off, you know, from your in face. In a particular from, pattern. Yeah, or exactly. In a, in, a, in a very natural, normal looking right. pattern. Right, right. And, and when, you know, I would always rather have, you know, looking looking at the the female body, I would way rather have a girl who is thirty pounds overweight and just overweight than someone who's twenty pounds overweight who had already done like chunky a, cottage cheese. Yes, it did like a tummy tuck, <laughs> did like a tummy tuck, or did lipo somewhere because then when it comes Nobody back, it doesn't come back evenly because you sucked out a specific area like a whole bunch in one area. Yeah, your body doesn't lose its ability to, to store body fat when you have lipo. You've just removed fat cells from a particular area, so when you gain it back it goes into different areas and then it doesn't look mm-hmm. it, it doesn't look as natural i had a client once who she came in i went to test her body fat and she was relatively overweight and her biceps the front of her arms were fatter than the back of her arms which is weird because we store more body fat in the back of the arm especially yeah. women and now imagine looking at a woman who is a little heavy but the bicep is fatter than the tricep instead of the other way around mm. Yeah. You know, it, it looked weird. Strange. It looked weird, right? So she came in. I looked at her. I'm like, this doesn't look right. I go to test her body fat with calipers, and sure enough, the 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 back was a lower measurement. And so, right right then and there, I asked her. I said, "Have you did you have liposuction in the back of your arms?" And she's like, "Yes." How did you know? I'm like, well, it's the pattern of the way you, you store yeah. body fat. I can tell because it's not natural. Like nobody has. It's very rare to see a fatter bicep than a tricep. Exactly. It's those two measurements are almost always the right. same within a couple millimeters. Yeah, it, it's and women will store, if they gain weight, women will always, almost always store more in the back mm-hmm. of the arm than the front of the arm. So I think, you know, uh, you know, moral of the story is um, if you're not happy with the pattern that your body is burning body fat, there's not much you can do but just continue to yeah. get leaner, you know? Yeah, right. Just keep trying to get leaner um, and so eventually... overall. Yeah, exactly. And eventually you're going to burn body fat from you know, where you want. I, I want to elaborate a little bit on that because this is something I've had to coach people through that have this challenge. And the, I think the competing side uh, helped me with being able to help people with answering this. There becomes a point where um, you know I'll be helping somebody lean down and they get to a point where they're like, this is as lean as I want. I don't want to be any leaner. I don't want to feel skinny. I feel skinny already, but I have these areas like in my tummy or in my back that they're holding this fat. You know what do I do? And I think this this might be what she's kind of thinking. Of course. And and uh, what Sal is saying is correct. So there has to come to this point where you're probably going to get leaner than the the, the body weight you want to carry yourself out for forever. So in other words, I, I I would push that client to let's get even leaner. Okay, we're going to go leaner, even though you're already you feel skinny and it's not you don't want to be, but you still have body fat in areas on your body you're not happy with. We want to keep getting lean, and right. that and you at first you may not like where you are when you get all the way down lean, but then once that all comes off, now here's the key. We lean all the way out. You're you're skinnier than where you'd want to be, but you've dropped the body fat in all the areas that you wanted to drop body fat. You feel super super lean, almost too too lean. So then when we started to increase your calories and come the other direction, here's the beauty is, you know, as long as you're training, you got your, you know, you're following a maps program, you're training correctly and lifting correctly while you're adding good calories, that those calories are going to get partitioned into building good, good mass, good lean mass on your body. That's and, just going to make your metabolism And this faster. is really the, the part of, you know, competing and, and the aesthetic side that I really enjoy. Like, I love this part of getting super shredded to a point where I don't like how lean I am. When I get ready for a show, I do not like the way I look. Super lean. Yeah. It's, I look unhealthy. It's a weight that I, I couldn't manage year round. I look all sucked up. I don't fill my clothes out. But the neat part is it, I mean, I get rid of all the body fat, practically almost every bit of body fat I have in my body, but about 2% of it is gone. And then I can look at and I can assess my physique and say, okay, what are the areas I really want to develop? And then I start to increase those calories. Now I get to enjoy eating again, and now I can start, you know, okay, building these areas up to work on the aesthetic. And I really, really love doing that, enjoying that. But you kind of have to push that body 
to uh, a probably leaner than you've ever been, and it will. It'll come. That Trust me, if you keep pushing to get leaner and leaner, that body fat will it will go. Well, the way we store body fat, too, the pattern um, is uh, evolu- there's an evolutionary purpose. I mean, have you guys ever seen a guy that stores body fat like a girl where it's all in his, in his, his oh, lower nice body? Hips. Yeah, like hips and thighs, and <laughs> no, it looks funny. It look it's rare, but it, you you see it every once in a great oh, yeah, while. No. It's very strange. Or there's women you'll see who will store. They'll just have very very skinny legs and arms and have a really big midsection, and it it looks odd because it's not common because of the evolutionary advantage was for women to store it differently. And this is this is the theory. The theory is that women store body fat in the lower half of their body um, because it gives them a lower center of gravity, so that when they carry when they're pregnant. Um, they're not, they don't become super top heavy. Okay. Men store around the midsection because we needed our limbs to be free to move so we can continue to run and hunt and do that kind of shit. So there's definitely uh, a reason why we store body fat the way we do. So I just want to add that last part. You can rest a beer on it. (laughs) (laughs) White fit has a question about progressive overload. He's talking about increasing volume over time, but what happens when the volume gets so high that you're no longer seeing any gains. Well, that's the delo- the deloading phase or what people talk about. This is it. a very, very good question. So this is one of the reasons why if you if you enroll in one of our MAPS programs, what you'll see, there's a common theme. There's a few common themes in there because there are some general truths when it comes to how the body responds to exercise. And one of the things you'll notice is that the, each MAPS program, although they're different in terms of their their goal, like one might be aesthetic, you know, based, one might be the foundational program, one might be performance based and so on. You'll see that they're phased. And what that means is rather than a constant linear progression where I'm constantly adding volume, constantly adding exercises, um, I'm phasing and changing the types of adaptation that I'm going after. So there is a, there's always going to be that limiting factor, right? You can't keep adding volume to your workouts eventually you you time. more yeah more You're, isn't always better it, it's and, and this is like holds true with the human body like it just doesn't respond to just always like getting into an increase in intensity an increase in volume increase in exercises repetitions you really have to you know scale it back and then and introduce something that is different in order to keyword you know gain a different type of recover of adaptation that was a key word there you said because you said scale it back and so i think a lot of times people get confused and they think oh that just means less right less no, what Justin said, the key word was different. New adaptation. New. So let's say you've been training and building up your volume and you're, you've been training in the 8 to 12 rep range and you've been doing three sets, you know, uh, maybe one or two exercises per body part or whatever, rather than, and you, and, you, and you start to ramp that up and now you're seeing your body's not responding and you, you, you don't want to add more volume because more volume your body won't be able to recover from or just don't have the time. Um, then you can easily switch to a strength phase where you go and you start to train in the one to four rep range. And you, instead of doing three sets per exercises, you're doing five or six sets per exercise, but you're doing less exercises. So you can mix these things up and change the forms of adaptation that you're chasing. And what you end up getting is you know, uh, perpetual progress or you see yourself progress in different ways, but ultimately they all converge together yeah. and, and uh, you know improve your overall goal, which is... You know, more strength, more muscularity, all those different things. So it's all about phasing, really. Well, it allows for proper recovery while you're improving in other facets of human performance. And, and it's really important for you to to uh, really look at the body as a holistic uh, uh, entity. And, and for you to just focus on even uh, lifting more weights constantly is the wrong mentality. And so this is something that is a hard concept, but it's very important that you know, people understand this concept because it is what MAPS is all about. And I think a lot of people are afraid to do that because they think they're going to lose their gains. This yes. is the problem. Yes. Everybody's afraid that, oh, if I, that. if I change my adaptation, if I change the goal, I'm going to lose gains. Now, I have, we, right here in this room, we have a fantastic example of what really happens when you change gears, and that's uh, Adam. Adam trained very hypertrophy-based for a very, very long time. Went, did some strength training as well, but ne- didn't for years, right? You didn't do mobility or specifically for mobility or function. Um, and then you did when you went through mass performance. Well, so what happened? That's what I was going to say that I think is um, I, why I speak out on this so much because I know I, I know that a ton of people can relate to me. I know I have a ton of peers that are like this, that they they love the program they're on. And this is what happens to people, right? 
they're training a certain way. They get introduced to a program. And it doesn't matter whether it be some famous Instagram person who gave it to them or whatever. And it's, but it's a new adaptation for them. Mm -hmm. They don't know that. They just know it's a new program from somebody else. But yet we know that it's, it's a total different new adaptation that they're, and then they see the best results they've ever seen. They're getting great response. It's the best, most phenomenal thing ever. Ever. Right. And, and you couldn't, you couldn't debate that to them. There's no way I'm going to tell that person, you know, so-and-so's program is okay or weak because for them, they saw the best results off. Of that well the re- the real reason why you saw the best results was because it was a new adaptation right and your body like Justin was saying earlier you know you give you gave it a new focus and so you saw these great now the problem is it's so hard to pull people out of that because of that and and I know it's hard for other people because I know it's hard for me and I fucking know the science yeah you know yeah I know the science I understand it I know better but it's still hard but it's yeah. still hard for me to break away from that you're comfortable you are you're comfortable you saw great results that way you love training that way you love the pump whatever it is or you know that's we're comparing me but it could go for somebody who's into hardcore training I deal with this a lot hard, you know the super intense mm-hmm. you know circuit tri- or circuit type training and you telling that person to get Get out of that and train slower. And, oh, I'm going to get fat. I oh, can't yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah it right. doesn't. The body, it's you are only going to if you continue your working out right. If you don't take like a uh, months off of working out and you literally are continually to train the body and you're just changing the adaptations, you're going to do nothing but continue to get better and better and better. And and there's little. Here's the thing. Like I'll, I'm going to use you as an example, Adam, if you don't mind. Um, Adam's been training for a long time. He's also not a young chicken anymore, right? He's in his mid thirties now. Um, you, you, you supposedly like old crow, somewhat, somewhat past his, his prime, but, but nonetheless, here he is. He's worked out for a long time. He's squatting X amount. I think it was four hundred five was his max. Um, he goes through, focuses at his adaptation on um, mobility, does mass performance, which is very non bodybuilder, right? It's very athlete. Focus. It's very much focused on functionality and mobility. And now the dude squats more than that, super, and he does it lower, super low. And like I just remember all these uh, constant nagging, like aches and and, and tendonitis yes. sorts of issues that you were experiencing before. And I was always like, oh man, you know, come over here. But you know, like just just like it's for me to go over and do like. Oh, hypertrophy and get it back into that mentality again was really tough so it, it is it very much varies on uh what your comfort is right now and are you willing to you know step out of that and then work on another uh facet right. of and fitness? It, it, it breaks my heart that that we don't have more it green is the least sold program of all of our programs oh mass performance yeah yeah all the rest of the program, I mean, and it's sold a lot, but it has not. Well, sold. what's funny is it gets the most. It gets a lot of comments from well, people once they get that's it. That's why you know yeah. we and we see it increase in it. But I, to me, if I because I know how much it it helped me, I know that out of all the programs we have, it's probably the someone would see the most difference for that in compared to anything else. If you've been like a normal gym goer, if you're a normal right. gym goer and you're following your your basic routines out of a it's magazine, it's like ninety percent of our audience. And you know, I, I'm just gonna guess, but I, I can kind of get that vibe that uh, like a lot of people are just going to the gym and they're doing their workout and you know what that looks like is definitely not you know what uh, performance is really showing you and it takes a lot it took it took me a lot of mental discipline now like and i know sal's complimented me on this before because i i am somebody who likes to try different things and i love to challenge my body and challenge myself with things that i'm uncomfortable with doing so you know, I was very uncomfortable doing it. I was, I have terrible mobility and my, my form sucked on a lot of movements. And, and let me tell you, that's a, that's a stinger for a trainer. I'm a trainer. I, pr- I pride myself on, you know, having excellent form. You look at, I, I, I hope that when someone walks in, sees me working out, they're like, oh man, that guy's got some phenomenal. Why? Well, that's what I do for a living. So I, and I expect to be like kind of a biomechanic specialist. And so, when I go and do exercise, I don't like doing exercises that I suck at. Man, I I sucked at a majority of those movements, but the improvement that I made over the, over the entire process over the nine weeks what is it nine weeks right? Oh, it's very noticeable. Oh, yeah, I mean, significant. I I could not squat much deeper than ninety degrees, and even when I did squat ninety degrees, I had to have a really wide stance to feel comfortable. I uh, couldn't. I and then after I would squat any more than about eight reps, my low back would still be on fire. Uh, my knees would ache and bother me a little bit. My hips would bother me the next day. My IT was always on fire. Um, so I was always battling issues like that. And 
Man, I I can I was squatting yesterday with with, with a stance with a narrow stance that would have been not even a foot but apart. It, it was it, just I mean, explain to people explain to people as you're going through this though. <laughs> like, I mean, you were getting to a point just strength training where, like Sal mentioned, like 405 squat, like you're getting up there, ramping up, but you're experiencing all these aches and pains, and now you're going through green. You know, there's a few things that stick out, like. Uh, between like what you're doing and, and how different it is, like what would happen to some of those staple lifts that you noticed in the very beginning? Oh, right, right at the beginning when I first had to, well, first back up when I had to go from you know lifting red or black and then heading over to green, you know there was this uh, I had to drop my weight, you know I had to dr- lower the weight if I was going to work on mobility and range of motion. Right. So there was this ego check at first, and then the, then I, exactly. I, I battled that fear of oh shit, you know. Am I going to lose my gains? Yeah. Am I am I not going to be able to hit four hundred five again? Am I going to be am I going to be back in now three hundred something working my way back over there again? And so I really freaked out about that. But I t- I checked my ego at the door and said, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna go all the way through this, and I'm not going to worry about that. That's not my adaptation. I'm focusing on right now. It isn't PRs and gains right now. I'm looking for mobility. You're I'm treating it a lot more like a skill. Yes, it's something that you want to improve. Yes, and that and that was exactly how I treated the squat, the deadlift. I started attacking it like that, not giving a two shits about how much weight I was moving, but how I was moving the weight. Right, right. and so I mean, really, to take it back to the to the question, um, you know, Adam's talking about checking his ego. When it comes to con- to trying to get your body to continue to progress, it's not always about harder, longer, or more. It's about smarter, and that requires that you check your ego. It requires mm-hmm. that you're okay with doing less or doing things that are different, and that's how you get your body to yes. continuously progress. And don't forget this either: volume, intensity, frequency, you know, of training, all valid. They're they're all valid, and they're all and many times inversely related. You know, I can yeah. take my workout and increase the frequency of my body part training, but I have to decrease the intensity a little yes. bit, and the volume is in, is a factor as well. So these are all things you can play with. Um, in your training, these are things that we take into account when we program the programs that we sell. Um, but these are all things you can manipulate to change your routine to get your body to continue progressing. And it's not adding more. That girl, Ashley K. Oh, that girl. Yeah, that one. I know that one. What do you suggest about restarting a program? In her case, she was doing Maps Black, had to take a couple weeks off. And she's wondering... If she should uh, pick oh, up where she left off or start from the beginning. And we get this question a lot, actually, in the forum, So I think. this is a good question. Um, hmm. And uh, it, it, this applies to anybody who's listening who is doing either our MAPS program or not, or you're doing your own program. There is a preferred sequence and order that you should go in when you're doing your, uh, when you're doing your program. And to give you just a, an easy example... If I've trained for a year straight consistently and uh, I get to a certain level and I'm doing really good and I take three weeks off, I'm going to lose some of my performance. Now, if I jump right into where I left off, that's what my body was able to handle and do and what it required yeah, to, to... No reason to do that. No. If I jump right into it, and if it's a, if it's a week off or two weeks off, I might just notice that I get really sore. Like I've I've done that before. I take a week off and go yeah. back, and I just get really fucking sore. But if it's like a you know a month or two months, you can injure yourself. Yeah. And here's the thing: like you could be doing too much. And what I mean what I mean by too much is uh, not just that you're wasting time in the gym, but that you won't progress. You can actually trip. You know, you could actually step over the line from doing the right things and to you'll doing plateau sooner and plateau sooner. So if you're following our programs and you stop for a couple weeks, start back at red. Start at the beginning. Start at the very beginning again. Um, and if you're following your own program, I would say do the same thing. She you know? said on there she was doing black. Is that what you said? It's, yeah, it's, I'd start back in phase one. If Phase one of red. Or even red, right. Yeah, yeah. I, I would go all the way back. It, well, th- okay, that's a depends on the, the length of time. If, like right. Sal said, if you came off, you fell off for a week or two, maybe three weeks tops, I'd probably push it if I'd say go ahead and start back to phase one of black. But if you've been off for a month, two months, or longer, I'd yeah. say go all the way back to red. Right, right, yeah. right, right. Go all the way back to phase one of red and then progress all the way through because there is a, you know, black has quite a bit more volume than any, either one of uh, either one of red or green. So if you've been off for a month or more, uh, your body is, is de- you've definitely atrophied a bit and you've lost your performance and your gains. So some of your gains, not all of them, of course. At, then I would say for sure start by, and yeah. the main the main reason is because you don't want you don't you want to work your way up to black. That's the idea. Of this is is to progress up to that volume, and you want to get as much bang for your buck 
before you get to that, you know? So by you jumping right back into black, yeah, you might get sore for a little bit. Yeah. Your body will figure it out. You'll, you'll jump back into being able to get through it, but then you also are going to force the body to adapt to that amount of volume faster. And you'll see less results. Had you, if you would have started from red, progressed through green, then back over to black and worked your way. Think of it this way. Like when you're, um, you know, when you look at music, music is made up of notes and music only happens if the notes are are played in a particular sequence. Um, when you're doing a program for your body, Otherwise it sounds like Adam. <laughs> when she tries to sing. <laughs> when it, you can't even do it as bad as he does. When you try, it. it's horrible. When you uh, when you're doing an exercise program, there is a particular sequence, and following that sequence is going to give you far better results. And the sequence it has everything to do. It, it, it's from uh, just your you know, what you're doing in your workouts to how many sets you're doing to the type of frequency and intensity. But it's even, this even applies to the sequence of exercises within a workout. I mean, not to go too off topic, but if I'm doing a workout and I'm starting with biceps and triceps and then I'm moving to shoulders and then I'm moving to, you know, uh, to squats and then to deadlifts, like that sequence sucks. That sequence, although I'm doing the same exercises, but because I'm doing them out of order, yeah. um, I'm not going to get nearly the same effect. And the same holds true for your workouts. So when you take, or for the, you know, what you do during the week. So if you stop for, you know, a couple weeks, two or three weeks, go ahead and start back over at the beginning of your workout where you started when you first started, where you kind of went into it when easy. You're not going to slow your progress down. You're going to actually speed your progress up. Okay, so that's what you got to consider. It's not hurting you to start over. It's actually going to help you to start yeah, over. Good point. So, I kind of like this with Doug just firing random ones. I have no it's, idea what he's about to say. I like, yeah, I yeah, like that. Russian roulette. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah it's kind of tricky, actually. <laughs> Doug does not like this. <laughs> I don't like it because I'm reading through the question. I go, oh, is this a good one or not? East Coast Kenny, uh, would you rather eat healthy and never work out or work out and never eat healthy? Wow. What? Why are, wow! You, I what? know Justin's answer. So mm. <laughs> that's fucked up. Hey, fuck you, man. <laughs> what he does? You're right. Uh, <laughs> I'll be eating cake and doing. I, I swear to God, I, thought, I knew you were all gonna say cake. day. Okay, what I'd prefer to do if it was just like something that oh, I'm just gonna pick one. I'd rather work out uh, because eating bad is delicious work a lot out. of times. Um, but if I were looking at my health. If I were looking at my health and longevity, um, and either one of these weren't extreme, so what I mean by that is like if I work out but eat horrible, versus uh, not work, uh, you know, eating perfectly and having no activity, those are hard to compare because they both suck. But let's just say I did average amount of activity and ate uh, uh, and ate perfect or very well, or I exercised and I ate like the average American. You're gonna do better off with the diet. Uh, diet will affect you. If you're just a normal amount of activity, diet is where you're going to get the most in oh, terms of your health. Hundred yeah. percent. God, in are you kidding me? Are yeah. kidding me? Yeah. Like you can't. Uh, it, you, I mean, you you eat shitty and work out. You're not going to get a lot out of your. No. You're working out. You know what I mean? No, no. Health no, wise, no. definitely not. No. It's, yeah, I'm sure it's more fun. Well, the, <laughs> it, well, especially when you're talking about all the insights, all the inside <laughs> stuff that's going on, right? Yeah, like guys, aesthetically, I think you can manage it okay. But what's going on? If you're just all over the eating like the the average American diet, like you said, oh, yeah. uh, you know that person, the person that's working out is probably slowing the process down a little mm-hmm. bit than the the person who's not working out and doing all that. But it's still inevitable for that person too. You know, well, the, you see them at Planet Fitness, so there you go. Oh, <laughs> oh they, they gave out pizza there. Yeah. Stinger. Uh, well, if you look at um, populations that live the longest, um, it's not that they work out. It's that they're just active. They're just active on a regular basis in terms of walking and maybe they go up the hill to fetch pot water or, to, you know, maybe they go fishing. But it's just regular activity. But what they have, all what they have in common, is they eat very healthy. Lots of whole, natural, organic foods. They don't overeat. Foods that are high in, you know, uh, nutrient dense, low in calorie. Um, that's what you find with yeah. these populations that live a long time. Really, when it comes to working out, especially when it comes to performance, you're working out m- because you want to perform better like i work out i like the longevity aspect of it but could i get lots of longevity if i didn't lift this heavy definitely why do i lift heavy it's fun well it reminds me of the comparison of like would you rather like just do cardio or you know weight train and it's like one is superior yeah but like both combined like in the right way is obviously the best yeah i mean i'd say 
You got to pick eating. You have to. But yeah. God, that eating would suck first, to not but work man, out. Man, I would be bored out of my gourd. It's, especially because when I was a kid, uh, I ate shitty and worked out. Yeah. And I loved it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Didn't gain an ounce it, of body fat. Yeah. 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 And as a matter of fact, I think I ate Brief crappy. Moment. I ate crappy on purpose. But you set yourself up for the tummy issues. Yeah. Right? I, I, and I, I set I, myself up for uh, acid reflux. I guarantee <laughs> it. I know, Adam, you probably did the same thing where you, you worked out and ate crappy to try and gain weight. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. It messed me up. Yeah. No, I'm pretty much fucked up forever for that. Mm. Moving along now. <laughs> what else, Douglas? Last question. Why is it the last one? I don't know. Fuck you. I'm not it, is talk. It, it is the last one. It is the last one. It is. Yeah. Wants yeah. to go home. I was feeling it too. It's, uh, it's Davery. Whoa. It's Davery. Is occlusion tracing. It's Avery. It's Davery. Oh, can we all just take a second here? Stop it. Take a breather. We flustered the shit out of Doug. Yeah, yeah. So bad this entire episode. I think this, I'm really excited for this episode because I thought it was hilarious that we fuck. Can we just talk about that for a minute? It's that we unique. actually we actually for as long as we've been doing Q and As, we started a Q and A. Never messed one up with no questions what? on you the know board. What? Like, what in the hell? Definitely, definitely marijuana only has the, side effects. Only this show could you pull that off? Still, fuck it. We go. We're fine. It's not like we're that much more prepared. Oh, oh, like we're gonna scrap this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. We've not, never scrapped an episode. Anything. All right, Doug. We apologize again. Yeah. Continue. It's Tavery. Oh, it's Tavery. It's Tavery. Is occlusion training used strictly for hypertrophy training, or are there benefits on using it for potential strength gains? Hmm. Great question. That is good. So for those of you that are unfamiliar with occlusion training, uh, here's the gist of it. You, uh, you occlude or you partially occlude what's called venous outflow of a muscle, uh, fluid and and uh, waste byproducts build up in it when you in that muscle because it doesn't come out as quickly when you're exercising and that um, has been shown in many many studies to stimulate more muscle growth. In layman's terms, you, for lack of a better you know way of saying this, you tie tie off a muscle group. So like if I'm working on my arms, I use knee wraps and I tie off the top of you're my arms restricting the blood flow and i'm restricting the blood flow but i'm not restricting the blood flowing into completely. my muscle yeah right. it's blood going out so i'm not like right. tying off my arm where it's like purple right. you're still allowing it and then i do exercises i do sets of stuff and the lactic acid the burn that you get when you work out all those different things that you feel it just fucking builds it up intensifies it intensifies <laughs> it builds up the pump that you get is you can multiply it times 10 i've never had a pump matter of fact occlusion training ruined pumps for me and i'll tell you why when i get a regular pump now it feels great. <laughs> Doesn't compare. But it's not. Occlusion pump is like it's uh it's borderline distorted. Like my arms yeah. look silly. Okay. If you look Should at my Instagram, you dick. look at the pictures on my Instagram, every single one of them was done post occlusion. <laughs> pretty, pretty, pretty much. <laughs> but yeah. but it, it but the, the statistically the cell you look so much bigger. Somebody Instagram. asked about the angles and lighting and all that. It, <laughs> yeah. Now I know one more secret. Yeah, that's it. I see. I don't use Photoshop. But I use filters, <laughs> lighting, and pump. <laughs> but if you're, uh, but when you do the occlusion, studies show that it builds more muscle. Now, does that contribute to strength? Yes, of course it does. Hypertrophy will make you stronger. A a larger muscle fiber contracts harder than a smaller muscle fiber, and studies show this as well. Studies shows that people build more muscle and more strength when they include occlusion. Uh, I will say this one caveat here: if you do occlusion wrong. Uh, it's actually can be theoretically can be dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> so make sure you learn how to do it right. We actually offer a very inexpensive but very descriptive and simple occlusion guide at mindpumpmedia.com where we break it down. Actually, uh, Adam is the model in the picture, and I'm and tying him off. You know, <laughs> you're tying me. You know, uh, I actually was going to do a post on this, so it's kind of random on what? That, that on occlusion. Oh yeah. And the reason why I was going to post it, I I was occluding my legs this week. Quads, yeah. God, that sucks. And I never, so bad. I never really do that. People don't know how painful that. No, shit. it's, it's crazy. It's crazy bad. And here's well, here's why. And I want. I got asked recently. Um, you know, oh, how do you use occlusion? And whenever anybody asks me how we use like a tool or uh, a modality of fitness that we use, it's really hard for me to answer because I, I I'm sure you guys are the same way too. Like, I don't think any of us have like this formulaic way of like we always do it this way right. or you know it's real systematic. You know, I, I it's you uh, throw it in, yeah. yes, yeah. and and for different reasons. So this week I had a really good reason why I felt that uh, to share with people how I would have used occlusion. So. I rarely, I normally just do a clue. I only include my calves is, is primarily what I use occlusion for uh, just because my calves suck. And so uh, it's also a way, it's a way for me to train them. So let's say I just did calves the other day, really heavy and hard and they're pretty sore. 
occlusion training allows me to give them that that sarcoplasmic that pump without uh, putting all the stress of the weight on my on my body. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this is what happened. Well, that's that. how it was invented. It was invented for rehab yes. for people who have injuries and they can't lift heavy. Yep. They don't want their muscles to shrink, and they found that occluding them while doing these light exercises built muscle like they went heavy. Exactly. So I, right now I typically squat uh, three times a week, uh, different types of squatting, front squatting, you know, box squats, back squats, low bar, high bar. I, I manipulate cowgirl. Mani- yeah, <laughs> reverse cowgirl. I manipulate all of them, but I'm squatting uh, uh, three times a week consistently, and I've been doing that for quite some time now. Now, uh, this last week I talked about I, I went on a bachelor party. Well, I went on this bachelor party, and we thought uh, playing football on the beach was a good idea. And I, it's funny. I, I go and I do a dynamic warp and a stretch before I lift weights, but then I go on a beach, and then I fucking sprint and run routes with no stretching. So uh, if you can imagine, I, I totally strained like every muscle in my lower half and my hips felt awful my hip flexors felt terrible like i was my hamstring Stella wants to massage it out felt terrible right so <laughs> i uh, did so much to the mm-hmm. point where it's it completely hindered my workout for like the next five days and i was really frustrated with that because i was in a nice rhythm uh, of lifting right now and so instead of completely just taking it off and not lifting at all i included my quads so that allowed me still Did to you do, do it with squats. Uh, no, I leg pressed. Leg press. Yeah, I, le- I leg pressed on, on one day, and then I used uh, a hack squat another day. I actually don't bar. Dude, That's I have, pretty crazy. So I think, I, for you to do that. I don't. I I rarely. I, I rarely ever occlude my upper legs because they just grow really easily on their own. But there was that one. Do you remember? I did it like six months ago, where I occluded every week. Yeah. And then I posted it before and after. Fucking dramatic. Now, I mean, my legs respond anyway, so any kind of extra work's gonna make them grow. <clears throat> But I'd never done anything like that. I've never seen anything like that happen in my upper legs. Yeah, and then explode. I do. I occlude. See, I use it differently than you, Adam. I actually occlude on a relatively regular basis. The way I use occlusion is after uh, maybe two or three of my workouts of the week, I do a set of occlusion for my arms. And then every calf workout I do, at the end of my calf workout, I do occlusion. And that's because my calves don't fucking grow. Um, and occlusion has been the only thing that I've noticed uh, some growth you know, uh, from them. Mm. So I actually use it more regularly, but I will say this, you can overdo it. I don't know if you, have you experimented well, and overtrained this, with it? This is why I don't now, because before I was so excited about it, how they responded that I started doing it so much that it started to take the place of like my strength, oh, yeah. my strength training. So when it started to do that, that's when I started to see the, the adverse effects of it because it was starting to, it, and it, it doesn't trump that. It doesn't trump uh, lifting heavy weight, it's, you know, yeah, it's not a trigger session. Exactly, you know, <clears throat> including your quads and doing leg press is never going to take the place of a heavy, you know, barbell squat. Yeah. Never, you know, and but it's a great, it's a great tool to to in your arsenal for times like there was no way that I was going to go heavy barbell squatting the way I felt. I mean, I was like afraid of how if i were to squat down that i could pull something i felt that that iffy about it but i felt totally comfortable with including my legs and putting 135 pounds on a leg press it's interesting for me to hear you guys talk about it because it's very similar to how i use isometric training uh you know the way that i experimented as a tool uh the very same way where i'm um i'm constantly like uh, going through periods of using it to intensify my response and, and and feel that in my performance lifts especially and uh, it's almost it acts on this very similar fashion to uh, getting hypertrophy gains with uh, BF, BFR training. Well, what happens uh, here's some of the theories in terms of occlusion. So when you're occluding a muscle, waste uh, builds up uh, in the muscle faster. It doesn't escape, um, causes lots of pain. Uh, the muscle fibers may be a little bit um, restricted of oxygen. And so you create damage uh, to the muscle like you would with heavy weight. Now, some people may ask, why not just do more sets with heavy weight? Here's why. Heavy weight and intensity with heavy weight stresses the central nervous system a lot more than occlusion training does. Occlusion training will train the muscle and spare the central nervous system. Um, This is a valuable uh, piece of knowledge and tool because when you're doing a heavy workout and a hard workout, at the end of it, your central nervous system many times is a limiting factor. Like I can't just keep maxing out even though my muscles may be able to handle it because my CNS, you know, won't be able to handle it. So adding occlusion at the end spares the central nervous system, but gives me a little bit extra 
of that muscle damage. Um, it can also be overdone. I've done that where I've done it every single day and, and overdid it. But uh, when I do it about once or twice a week on, like I said, arms and on calves, I do it about you know three days a week. Um, the results have been spectacular, and I can still have my heavy workouts, mm. you know, beforehand. So, like many tools, if you use it properly, um, it's only going to amplify um, your current workout. But I'll say, for me, in terms of uh, a new technique that has shown me results that's very different, um, it's been a long time. Um, since I've run into anything um, that actually did a big difference um, in terms of muscle size. And occlusion is that. Like I've added, you know, I've done all kinds of different techniques to training and you might notice a little bit here or there. It was, with occlusion, it was pretty visible within the first, I'd say within the first week or two. Like I could tell that I got bigger um, from using it. So it's a pretty it's a pretty effective tool. Just you got to do it right. I, I see people try it. I've seen people try it in the gym. They're not doing it right. They're either going too hard, tying it off too hard, or um, they're they're not leaving it on long enough, or whatever. Um, so you got to do it right. Um, if you do it right, very effective. I highly suggest you check out our guide um, at Mind Pump Media because we break it down so that you don't do it wrong and hurt yourself, or you know at right. least get put get, it on the wrong place. Exactly. So with that said, please leave us a five star rating review on iTunes. If you leave a good one you may win a free t-shirt. Also, check out our testimonials and our programs at mindpumpmedia.com. And you can also check us out on Instagram at mindpumpradio. I'm at mindpumpsal. Adam is at mindpumpadam. And Justin is at mindpumpjustin. Motherfucking Justin. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. If your goal is to build and shape your body, dramatically improve your health and energy, and maximize your overall performance, check out our discounted RGB Super Bundle at mindpumpmedia.com. The RGB Super Bundle includes MAPS Anabolic, MAPS Performance, and MAPS Aesthetic. Nine months of phased expert exercise programming designed by Sal, Adam, and Justin to systematically transform the way your body looks, feels, and performs. With detailed workout blueprints and over 200 videos, the RGB Super Bundle is like having Sal, Adam, and Justin as your own personal trainers, but at a fraction of the price. The RGB Super Bundle has a full 30-day money-back guarantee, and you can get it now plus other valuable free resources at mindpumpmedia.com. If you enjoy this show, please share the love by leaving us a five-star rating and review on iTunes and by introducing Mind Pump to your friends and family. We thank you for your support, and until next time, this is Mind Pump.